Hey, if you want to support this podcast, go over to anchor.fm slash drive safe text when home. But what you could do totally free, go over to Apple podcast and give, give me a rating. Like, you know, like maybe like a simple five star and say, this is the greatest podcast on the planet. You know, just something like along those lines, that'd be sick. But yeah, it, it definitely helps go up in the charts and all that fun stuff. So please, if you could do that, that would be sick. Thank you and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, this is a podcast and I'm here with... 30 seconds, go. Yep. No, <laughs> say your name. You have to say your, your name, you idiot. Oh, I, I, I'm Caleb Marsters. I wrote all the stupid fucking songs and all the instruments in them and all that good stuff. Okay. With me is our new guitarist who is going to make music better for all the boys and girls out there. His name is... Brandon. Uh, the other Brandon, the new one. A new Brandon. I'm playing okay. guitar. Yeah. Yeah. He plays guitar. I'm playing guitar and helping writing most of the music for the full length version of the album. Heck yes. Okay, cool. I'm not ready. I, I wasn't ready to start. It's okay. Um, Actually, we're going to. Hey, oh. this is a podcast and I'm here with. Uh, okay, go. He's. he's, <laughs> oh. he's no, he's ready. No, yeah, I, I that was I, I was also returning the joke. That was actually the joke. Yeah, also. that was that's called call and response, and it can also be used in music. Hi, <laughs> I am Bobby Turcott, and I uh, scream and do synthesizers in a band that is called Thirty Seconds Go. Cool. And me, hello, I am Dalton. I also uh, do uh, vocals. I, I do the. The, I do the screaming, I do the singing, the talking, all the stuff, and then the lyrics. I also do the lyrics. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. Okay, first of all, this is like the cool, like the best intro ever. Um, this is I, I love how uh, wild and it was, uh, dude. This is you, okay. First of all, your guys's EP is fucking sick, and uh, I'm thank I, you. Yeah, of course. I'm just I'm just glad that you guys were down to come on and. Uh, but yeah, like I remember hearing about you guys forever ago and then finding out like the, the EPs finally coming out. And I like so what I wanted to say is like, like, I know there was like a big gap of time in between. So like what happened? Like, why was there such a big gap between like you guys starting and then finally releasing it? Uh, yeah. So with that one, basically, uh, we had no idea what the hell we were doing because we put like the demo out in 2010. Right. And we haven't done anything since. Yeah. So we make this band and we're like, yeah, dude, we're going to make music. And all of a sudden, like we have no idea what we're doing anymore with music. <laughs> like we know how to write it. We know how to perform it. But when it comes to the whole digital world nowadays, like even that was 2010, we're in like 2021 now. So like we wrote a song and we're like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this out because like the EP is going to be out soon now, right? No, that that's not how that works <laughs> uh, at all. So it was basically just because we're not the smartest and we didn't know what we were doing. And also we had like a major like flooding it, in the studio and oh, uh, everything that could go wrong went wrong <laughs> in, yeah. in, in, the in the amount of time between like recording and stuff and then also not to mention because I, I don't know if anybody 
we really talk about it because it says that we're from Maine, but I don't live in Maine. I live in Michigan. Oh, okay. So the writing process is kind of this back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then I fly out to record. So we we had to wait for that, too. Um, We tracked vocals in, like, a night. (laughs) What? No way. Yeah, it was the craziest night ever. Yeah, I guess it was a day, but it was, yeah. Anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had a major studio flood uh, at our studio, and then once we finally had that day over with with vocals and everything, um, we got everything over to uh, Gerard over at Sonder Audio, who did all of our mixing and mastering, who's um, like the biggest sweetheart we've ever met. Uh he was mixing and mastering everything, and while looking at his screen, everything died. What? Computer, dead. Done. Nothing. Nothing left. No backup. Nothing. So it, we had to, like, re-get the stems from the studio, resend them over. Yeah. So, at, like, it was awful. And, like, not to mention the studio flooding. <clears throat> like, I do part-time construction, and okay. so my company came into the studio to fix the studio, and whilst drywalling, it flooded again. Whoa. <laughs> So it was just a never ending nightmare of like a year. But I mean, if we could go back and do it differently, we probably wouldn't like it it would would all happen the same exact way, to be honest. (laughs) Knowing us. Yeah. But, you know, lessons learned. We now know, you know, the whole promo and all of that. And don't put the whole cart before the dog horse. I don't know how things work (laughs) with motors, but don't do that. Right. So. Now we know, and, you know, he's got a new computer at the studio, so the full length will be more organized. How's that? Oh, no, that's... Mm-hmm. that's Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I work at a lumber company now, so if there's another flood, I can get these guys a discount. <laughs> Hell yeah. So... <laughs> Dude, that's that's in that sucks. Like just to know that you were like literally watching the screen and it just like disappears. Like, God, that's dude. And then also like knowing that the studio flooded. So like, okay, that w- so you recorded at, at like a studio or like did you guys record it at a home studio or did like just at like a studio in like like that's local to you guys? I I have a home studio. Um, I've been doing music a very, very long time, and all I've done is acquire gear. I've never sold anything in my life. Hell yes. Not a pedal, a guitar strap. I still have everything. So now that I'm 33, I have a room full of shit that I refuse to get rid of. (laughs) So all the sun amps that I've collected, everything. Um, We don't let them get rid of it either, like. No, you walk and, into that room and it's like Guitar Center doesn't hold like a friggin' wet. There's part a fucking there. vibraphone. He has an what? upright. He has an upright bass from like 1805 in his <laughs> fucking bathroom. You go to take a piss and there's fucking um, a timpani. There's yeah, a timpani as well. What? Timpani, like yeah. He's got like a mo- you have like a Moog or two down there. It's yep. fucking got a Moog wild full weighted keyboard, MIDI keyboard. There's a grand piano upstairs. Um Dude. that's six and a half feet long. Um <laughs> hammer dulcimer what? drums. Uh twenty-seven guitars. Um Dude. Several vintage amps. I have modified antique radios that have been converted into guitar amps. Dude. Uh, so imagine, imagine getting that phone call of, "Hey, 
uh, I had a flood in the studio, dude. And like, <laughs> even my heart sank when I got that phone call. Like, uh, what did we lose? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no gear was ruined. It's just I had to clear that room out, which is at least 11, 12, 4 by 12 cabinets, you know, and then the amps that go with it, all the guitars, they all have to be put away in cases. Meanwhile, people like strangers are in my house tearing up carpet and knocking down drywall. Wow, dude, that's terrible. Like, dude, like, I don't like knowing. Yeah, exactly. I would like, I would have been the same thing. Like, what did we, what did we lose? And I, but like, dude, like that, that had to have been like fight or flight, dude. You would have been like, well, I got to fucking Superman this shit and like get it somewhere where there isn't water. Like, that's insane. No, I was just insanely pissed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just in shock. Yeah. Just insanely angry. I'd never heard him like that on the phone when he called me and like told me. And when you say like Superman, like he's not admitting it, but he was because by the time (laughs) he called me, I was like, am I coming over to help you move stuff? He's like, no, it's all already done. Like, oh my God. I just envision him with like three of these amps, like <laughs> on his back, running up these stairs, you know? Because <laughs> the majority of the shit that I have has been modded. So it's all one of a, one of a kind at this point. Like, I can't really get another amp like it. So I had to fucking hoof it. And it was just pure rage that saved everything. Hey, at, at least you had it bottled up, man. Like that's that's all I can say. That's fucking dude. And oodles to go. Dude, yeah, dude, who who doesn't like oodles? So like that's dude. Oh my god, that's mind-blowing. Well, I'm glad like I'm glad everything stayed dry and like oh, dude, that's I don't even like Ah, I don't even know what to say. That that's like a terrible thing to happen. Like I would be afraid if I got any of my stuff like 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 a, something spilled on it, not let let alone a freaking flood. And it was shit water too. Ooh, yeah, it was oh, yeah, black water. Oh, why? Whoa! How did why? Yo. How did that happen? Like, did did, did it was, shit on the floor? After <laughs> it was it, it was like a it was fe- a fetish thing. Oh. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the music video. It was it was yep. a classic example of when keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, I had a tree fall on my power line, and I lost power for three days. Whoa! And then uh, good old CMP showed up and uh, got power again. And then uh, the sub pump downstairs runs off an outlet. And this outlet has one of those buttons on there. So when your wife goes to plug it in, you know, you have to click the reset button so she doesn't shut down the whole house. Yeah. Well, it was on one of them. (laughs) And uh, it didn't fucking reset at all. So when she did laundry, it hit a shit tank that's below my house, filled it up and overflowed it everywhere oh my god so i was i was in here tracking some other things and i had some buddies in my room and the shit smell was really (laughs) bad to the point where i couldn't hear what i was doing (laughs) oh my god and i asked everyone did you do who shit my who shit their pants (laughs) in my house (laughs) and they all looked at me like uh we thought you shit your pants but since you're working we get how this can be so i mean (laughs) 
So then I walked around the corner and the carpet was squishy and shitty. And then I fucking <laughs> lost all control and fucking started hauling shit upstairs. My wife came down going, we can get towels and stuff. And I'm like, this is a fucking serve pro insurance company fucking problem right now. Yeah. We need to clear this shit out and get it upstairs. And yeah, my living room was just full of gear. The cats loved it. They puked on everything. Old fucking shitty, shitty carpets. Yeah. We call them. <laughs> so... The best part yeah. of that, too, is, like, once we get the drywall cut out, the serve pro, they come in, they do all the insurance stuff, they cut the drywall, like, halfway up the wall, they rip the carpets out, they they clean, sterilize, all of that. It was a bathroom in the entire studio room, and, like, the the booth, if you will, like, the uh, where the computer is for the studio room and all of that. Yeah. The music room. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> We come in like my boss and I and and Caleb is is working with us. It's one of those things where like, OK, it's after hours. Let's go work at his house now and, and read drywall and all of that. Like two days in, you get the drywall hung and you're starting mud and you walk back in on the third day. And Caleb goes, you're not going to fucking believe it. <laughs> we had taken the toilet out to put it the like floor in. And she decided to do laundry and it came up through the fucking toilet hole and reflooded the goddamn room again. No way. After all that work. Yep. Dude, dude, okay, like that's terrible, but it's a great story. Like Oh, now it's a great now story. Now it's a great Absolutely. story. In the moment I would I I don't know if I'd still be here. You know what I mean? Like that would be <laughs> That's you are not alone there. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I at the time I was a notary public and I thought I was going to be notarizing divorce papers. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty close. Oh my God, dude. That's <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad this, this band literally started out shitty. Um, yep. but like, uh, yep. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> That's insane. Like, okay, well, oh my god, that's insane. Well, dude, okay, well, no. Now let's go back. Like, like you were saying, like that you have all of this gear, which is fucking amazing. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I will. Like, I don't play guitar, but I have like like twenty guitar pedals just because I love doing that. And like, we just we end up usually throwing them on my brother's vocals just because it's like weird. And like, but like. How did how did you start acquiring all this gear? What made you want to start doing it? Like or like yeah, like how did you like we were like oh whoa like this is what I'm gonna do forever. Um, basically, what it boiled down to is when I first started playing guitar, um, my dad plays as well oh, a sick. little bit. So um, as soon as he saw that I was taking it seriously, he was like, well, you need a fucking amp. We need to get <laughs> you a fucking amp. Yeah. <laughs> so he got me a Fender Bassman 100, which uh, it's a 1970 all tube clean head. Okay. Um, and then he got me a 4x12 uh, sun cabinet from the 70s as well. Wow. He picked it up in Georgia, and they were super, super cheap at the time. I was like eight years old. Oh, my God. Um, so I got this giant amp. I couldn't even carry it. But he's like, how's that? Bigger is better. How's that fucking shit? So, so he um, got me that, which was dope. And um, now I have, you know, just a regular Stratocaster electric, just a, one of the old Mexican ones. And um, just started playing around on that. But the only issue is it's all clean. 
Oh, okay. Um, so I have no distortion, no nothing, anything like that. So now the pedals start coming in. Of course, the first pedal I get is a wah pedal because I'm a fucking kid. And now I can fucking wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And it was uh, wow. a lot of fun. And then, you know, distortion pedals, this and that, until it took several years, probably over 15 years before I got my actual first amp that actually had a built-in, you know, distortion or whatever. Wow. So I just sort of kept everything um, over the years and ironically enough i ended up becoming a bass player for um <laughs> a lot of those early years um just because i had a bass only because i thought les claypool was really neat yep <laughs> so i started just learning primus songs and tapping and just doing this fun stuff but i'm just a kid that plays music in maine and it turns out bass players and drummers are very rare so i was getting pulled this way and that way to do uh bass stuff and i never really played guitar in any projects except for this one Wow, no way. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, okay, well with, with that, do you do you like do you, so then you were primarily a guitar player and like like again like you just had a bass and you started playing it, but like are you like a guitar player or like is is that like cuz that's your roots, correct? Uh it is my roots. I would consider myself more valuable as a bass player because okay. usually when guitarists pick up the bass, usually they're holding a pick and just hitting the root notes and just getting by for the most part. Yeah, yeah. There there you know, but I actually took it seriously, never played bass with a pick. Oh, you know, wow. learning slapping, tapping and how to do sweep arpeggios tapping on a bass like I actually took it seriously. Yeah. Um and with guitar, I mean, I I always just plink around and fuck around and you know, always kept at it and still kept buying guitar stuff, but yeah. Dude, that's nuts, dude. And then okay, well then so okay, so you guys just got like Brandon recently, correct? Yeah, right. yeah. Like yeah. You know, the past you, couple of months. Okay, so uh, like, how did like what made you guys want to get a second guitarist? Like, was it just because like, it would just fill up like more space, or like your music calls for two guitars? And like, how did you end up finding him? Before Caleb jumps in, because I want him to primarily answer this. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> through all of what is now 30 seconds go uh-huh. Caleb has said that there will never be another guitarist nice nobody will ever be good enough at least for him to want to play with yeah he's kind so, of a piece of shit yeah he's a horrible <laughs> human no full circle so, when I got the phone call like a month ago and he goes hey are you sitting down and I'm like well I am now why what happened and he goes I found a second guitar player and I'm like, all right, I'm going to call you back. So I know I'm talking to you. Right. But anyway, you can finish answering that question. Yeah. I mean, as far as the state of Maine and like math core in general and, you know, just the weirder stuff, there isn't really that many guitarists out there. Trust me. I've looked, Yeah, you know, there's, you know, the Facebook main jam finder and it's everyone going, I'm in reggae. If you guys want to do some, Sweet jam, hippie stuff, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know what key we're in, but we're in a key, so let's just have fun, guys. No one wants to work out polyrhythms. No one wants to play guitar and not really be able to listen to themselves because they have to pay attention to when the polyrhythm loops around. No one's interested in doing that, except for me. So um, I find Brandon, because he's selling a a custom four-string bass that I missed out on purchasing once, and he was selling it again, 
and I didn't want to miss out on him. So I was like, please let me buy it. So yeah, he said, okay. So he came over to the house, saw the jam room and was like, yo, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just, I just try and do whatever I can. And um, got to see uh, Brandon play and he's a very smart boy. <laughs> he, he knows his theory. He knows he can fuck around in all sorts of time signatures. He's very heavily jazz influenced, can improvise on the spot. If I say we're going to do a, you know, an eight over five polyrhythm, he knows exactly what I'm talking about and hopes he's at least doing the eight or something. You know, it's something simple, but he's absolutely fun killer. And uh, he plays a Strandberg now. I have a Strandberg too. So we look adorable together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they open uh, mouth kiss on stage. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. It's, it's part of the thing. And the irony that he sold him the bass guitar, but now like hangs out over there all the time and still gets to use it. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Yeah. I, I've used it on recordings. <laughs> no way. Worst financial decision of your fucking life. <laughs> so yeah, I bought a guitarist with a bass. Yeah. yeah. So you know what's ironic is I was gonna say like you like I said you recently acquired him and I was going to say how much did you pay for him so that's ironic that like you yeah, you quote a, you him. quote unquote paid for him yeah exactly like yeah. dude yeah and our stories are all weird dude too it's like uh, so I used to work at the local music store and Caleb would come in and buy a bunch of gear and I would actually sell him gear <laughs> what. <laughs> And during that same fucking time, I was working at Hannaford, our grocery store up here, and I worked with I worked with Bobby. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then after I left that job, I worked with his wife for a long time. (laughs) No way. And saw him regularly there. So, like, we all intertwined. We just never came together until like now. Whoa, that's so. That's crazy. What the? (laughs) That's so sick. It's weird. And Caleb, so so Caleb was, uh, after I dropped that, he bought that bass, I inquired because I've been wanting to write my own stuff. Yeah. And that was, that was essentially how they learned, I guess, my abilities on guitar. Oh, so, okay. Because, yeah. so I needed, I needed someone that, I write kind of odd anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I've always had people, you know, they didn't really like. It doesn't really fit a mold. I guess would be a way to put it. Okay. And and obviously math core doesn't fit molds. Yeah. But I never found anybody that was into that. Okay. And Caleb won't discriminate. I could be playing <laughs> a fucking harpsichord while hitting my guitar with a hammer, and he's like, "Yeah, that's the shit." Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so it's. So, yeah, it just ended up being like that. And I think through us hanging out and recording, it it kind of inspired the idea of. And he's the first musician I've ever had in here recording where the first thing he breaks out is his own handwritten sheet music so he can remember all the riffs and what to put over what. What? Oh, my yeah, God. He, write, he handwrites his own sheet music for what he writes. No, what, dude, what the? That's. 
dude beethoven like that's that's <laughs> ridiculous dude yeah i don't do that i just write stuff drink and forget yeah. and then the ep comes out and guess what i don't remember how to play any of those fucking songs i mean we're not i'm not on like a steve Vai level it's more just like uh you know writing it as a reference and you using some note value so that way i don't forget the rhythm but i i did go to school for for jazz for four years so dude like i, I have a bachelor's degree he's an actual adult yeah yeah i'm gonna <laughs> dude that's ridiculous like just even hearing that is like great dude i don't i can't read music i can i i just hit stuff dude that's it like i don't i don't yeah. like that's 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 crazy oh man that is like i'm talking to real musicians right now like that's that's crazy uh, well, i mean uh, 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 <laughs> well at least one out, out of the four i'm talking to one so okay i'll, yeah. I'll rephrase that i apologize that's uh, that's fair yeah <laughs> i do have to say that i i i find caleb to be very skilled at everything that he does and it and even inspiring for me um to be honest so uh just his 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 like in intuition on the instruments is uh is inspiring so Damn. i'm not the only musician yeah sure. <laughs> there's at least three out of five of us who are great yeah brandon <laughs> Brand, brandon's brandon's a disgusting drummer like let's not look past that like, <laughs> <laughs> dude that's so dude that's so sick like man like to know oh dude and like especially hearing that i feel like like the full length is gonna be even like crazier than like i don't know that's like knowing that you guys are doing a full length is making me like fucking stoked because like again i said like the ep is really fucking cool like when again like when i first heard about you guys i was stoked and then like again i heard i saw the ep come out i i love the songs they're they're fucking great and like like to me the fr like the first song still my favorite one like the ending mm -hmm. lyrics are still fucking so dope like like yeah like dude yeah okay no i wanted to ask like how did you <laughs> like lyrics how do you what how do you think of them and also to end it on that is like it's such a like a a good like crowd chant thing like basically like if, if you were to like you could put the mic out and people would fucking know that part and it's like oh yeah emotive and fucking sick like how go like lyrics go. so so a lot of a lot of the ep was it was kind of 50 50 uh, it kind of started out a little concepty okay uh hence hence the name of it because I, I, I think we started with the name of it right when we like all we had written was shopping bags and i was like okay i'm gonna do like a concept sort of thing oh, okay. and just like pulling on different aspects of like different people i have known myself stuff like that dealing with like mental things in their life yeah so at each i can't remember which specific songs because I'm going to be honest. I don't remember what songs are named what, because <laughs> when we pick a name, a name for the song, they have nothing to do with the lyrics, uh, with the lyrics, except for Mantis. But anyways, um, <laughs> so we had written those, uh, those three and they were very kind of um, conceptual about, um, like I said, just kind of not so good brain things throughout life and stuff like that. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? This is fucking like heavy and depressing. I want to write fucking weird stories. Hell yeah. So then <laughs> that's kind of where Mantis came from. And, um, 
Oh, crap. Mouth Breathing, the last track. Um, heavy on the apple, light on the teeny. Yep, heavy on the apple, <laughs> light on the teeny. That's dope, dude. My my favorite songs are the first and last one on Hell the yeah. album. So yes, uh, the yeah. uh, songs um, as you go in order throughout the EP were also in the way in the order that they were written. As oh, yep. whoa! No way. Yep, yep. So shopping bags came first, and then I got a new six string guitar. So then the um, the uh, uh, it goes. Uh, the lobotomy lobotomy mantis matador i just got a new six string so those uh songs tend to have more six string and then i got a brand new eight string guitar so then the last two are a little bit more eight string heavy oh, and wow. so when it comes to writing the songs i never expected or thought about us playing live i was just gonna use every tool that i had to make songs so Technically, each song should have three guitarists on there because of all the layers and things that I put in there. Um, there's also uh, mandolin on uh, Heavy on the Apple that's what? playing in uh, seven. And then there's eight-string guitar over it playing in five, only because I like <laughs> the irony of having two eight-strings in one thing, even though they shouldn't go together. Yeah. And the... Uh, mandolin's tuned all fucked up it's um each string is supposed to be tuned in pairs perfectly uh -huh. but one string on each set is tuned a half step down so no matter <laughs> what's gonna happen it's gonna sound like shit <laughs> so yeah so i end up playing this super symmetrical riff in seven and then on each uh, it, there's a five polyrhythm so every count of five over the seven whichever note it lands on is where the eight string comes in and with Dalton's vocals over it, it sounds kind of drunk and off kilter until yeah. it comes back in again. And that was the whole idea behind that. But there's also another great polyrhythm in uh, Mantis where it's a uh, three over five. So there's a, um, a riff in five that goes dun 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 yep, dun yeah, dun yeah. dun. And then there's uh, a snare hit that does three. Um, in which case a triplet is added on every three count in that five and throughout it looping around that three doesn't land on the same spot each time. Yeah. And that's how I uh, came up with my lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that, that... Tell us about your lyrics, Dalton. Yeah, yeah. No, that was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like that, that's crazy. And uh, okay. So like with having two like because so dalton you do you do like screaming and like the because like the like the 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 more clean like w vocals yeah. like that to me when i first heard that it really sounded like steak sauce mustache and i was like oh fuck yeah Ooh. like yeah like i love those dudes. hell yeah yeah and like the sweetest yeah, sweetest people fuck yeah dude taylor's like the coolest dude on the planet like he's gonna be on the full length by the way yeah yep. <laughs> oh dude that's so sick dude and like, okay first of all like i wanted to say is like you guys come out of the fucking like gates swinging with fucking sean and robbie on the fucking ep like that's crazy like they're both fucking yeah. sick like i i actually i was i had like the the pleasure of uh, talking to sean on my podcast so fucking nice and i talked to robbie forever ago and like that one i was so scared for because he's like a huge person in my an brain. absolute fucking legend to yeah. everybody in the genre yeah yes so yes yeah <laughs> like i, I got, mean 
I have a fucking heavy, heavy, Lolo stick and poke shitty tattoo that I did in college. Hell like, yeah. That very, very much big inspiration, both vo- vocally for me and Bobby. And I'm not even going to ask Bobby because I know that's a fact. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, no, it was so like, it's crazy. Like I, I my parents just instilled like my whole upbringing, like the whole, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Like yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen is you're going to hear no yeah. type of mentality. So that's just what I have. So I went to the guys and I was like, listen, like, you know, arsonists get all the girls. Like they put out that thing in 2013, but like, they're not on century anymore. Like they're doing it themselves. And like, Heavy, heavy Lolo's, you know, in the same boat. Like, Ferret's not around anymore. They're not signed. Like, I'm going to send, like, Arsonist a message, right, on the Facebook. Just see what happens. Like, Cameo was really getting pushed, the app Cameo and, yeah. and all of that. So I'm thinking maybe these dudes will do it. Like, they're probably going to want, you know, an astronomical amount of money to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so just on a whim, frigate, right? I sent the Arsonist Get All the Girls Facebook from my personal a message and was like, listen, We've got this band that you've never heard of, and, <laughs> like, we are just curious, like, are you able to do guest vocals? And if so, like, what what are we going to do? Like, how do we make this work if possible? Messages me back within 10 minutes and is like, bro, he's like, send me a, an instrumental. I'll take a listen, and I'll let you know. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So <laughs> I, like, talked to Caleb, and uh, he's like, no way, right? Like, freak, we're freaking out. Like, yeah. I mean, fanboying hard as shit. Like, Dude. I have the complete arsonist discography, like loved them forever. And uh, Caleb sends me the track and we send it off to him and he's like, hell yes, this is amazing. Uh, And, you know, all I'll say, I'm not going to give amounts, but less than a hundred dollars. And I'm like, I'm like, I called Caleb and I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe this, but we just got like Sean from arsonist, get all the girls. And he's like, wait what and i'm like yeah like this is happening so dude <laughs> messaging him through that he's like here take my email he's like it's better than messaging through facebook so we start emailing and it was halloween of 19 2019 he uh he's that night like i'll never forget it halloween night he's like emails me and is like bro emailing's getting too hard here's my number dude and that was like <laughs> You have got to be kidding me. Like, I can't. If I were to go back in time, right, and talk to 16-year-old me and be like, you're never going to believe this, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, dude, Sean is just freaking gets the track, sends us video updates of him screaming into the microphone, all of this, like, texting me. Like, I've had phone conversations with him. I showed him the the 30secondsgo.com website, right? Yeah. And he's like, dude, like, who does your marketing? And I'm like, yeah hey what's up you know and uh (laughs) he's like oh no shit so like he's added me like i run the spotify for arsonist what get all the girls like i'm their admin for spotify (laughs) now because of all of this like i've become such good friends with sean through all of this it's like insane so uh, that at that point that's when i'm like okay so if i can do this with sean right and arsonist (laughs) like now where do I go? And I I called Dalton and I called Caleb at the time and I'm like, how crazy would it be if like I messaged heavy, heavy Lolo? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I messaged the heavy, heavy Lolo Facebook and it takes like two days, right? Yeah. And I just get a message back. Hey, Robbie doesn't run the Facebook, but if you hit him up on Instagram, here's his tag. I guarantee he will do it. 
And I'm like <laughs> freaking out at this point. Yeah. Like, you got to be kidding. You, there's no way. Okay. Go on Instagram, which I never use my personal. I haven't touched it in like four years. I, I just, I go to it and I follow him and I send him a message. And it was basically the same thing. Like, hey, you don't know me, but I love you. Yeah. And <laughs> like, he gets back to me and is like, yeah, dude, here's my email. And I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. This is actually happening. So I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I don't even know what to do at this point. Like, okay, uh, send him two tracks. We have two more instrumentals at this point. Yeah. And we're like, what do you want to do? And that's when he's like, gets back and says, I want Matador. I like that one. Okay, great. And then he tells us, I'm going to go record my vocals with Sam Pura at Panda Studios. And I'm thinking... (laughs) holy fuck, we might be in over our heads at this point. <laughs> like, dude, you recorded some of, the, like, the most iconic music in that studio. I know, dude. Right? Like, how... Uh, okay. Anyway, great. Yeah, fine. And also, again, not going to mention amounts, but less than 100. So we tipped him the same amount, though, because, like, <laughs> we don't want to fuck this up. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's fucking Rob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it takes like that was right at the beginning of 2020. So it takes like six and a half to seven months to finally get those vocals because of like at the time, like they're California, right? They're like uh, Oakland, California area. So um, they're getting hit hard. Like we're up in Maine kind of (laughs) like away from everyone. So we don't see like what the rest of the world, except for, of course, on the media. We won't get into that. But, (laughs) uh, you know, like we didn't get hit that like as hard as other like New York, California, Florida, Maine is like you ask half of the U S they're like, you mean Canada? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> so you have takes, penguins. Yeah. <laughs> it takes forever. But during the process, like I'm emailing like almost every day with Rob Smith and I'm like, I just can't believe it. And he's the nicest dude ever. Just like Sean, like you said, like they're just so amazing. And, and Rob is like, Hey, um, here's my lyrics and what do you think? And we're like, it's the greatest thing we've ever seen in our entire lives. Yep. Why would you Ooh. even ask? Right. And then he goes the next day. He's like, I also wrote the lyrics for the rest of the song. If you <laughs> want to use it. Oh dude. What? Oh my God. And so like, you don't say no to no. that. Like you ha- like, I mean, you can't right? there's no <laughs> way. So all of those lyrics for all of Matador were written by, Robbie like that's <laughs> it's credited on the band camp he wrote all the lyrics we just used them because it again, was how- it was a doozy too <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, I, just because so like I fly out there to record and like I have all the tracks and all of that stuff and I'm talking with Bobby and I'm like hey can you get like like these lyrics are awesome but what is the pattern what's the flow like Oh, yeah. You know, lyrics are only as good as lyrics can be. He's like, oh, I'll message Robbie, see if I can get a recording or whatever. Whatever happened, happened. Uh, It comes like two days before recording. And I'm like, yeah, so uh, you get that video? And I don't know what happened, but I don't know how those lyrics were originally intended. (laughs) And we still don't. (laughs) So I'm on the plane flying out just 
I have that song on repeat going, okay, maybe this was here and this was here. Okay. And I did this and uh, <laughs> sure that sounds right. And then we get in the studio and we're recording parts of it. And I just remember like, being like da, 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 like tracking or whatever and then i'm like fuck this is all fucking willy wonka we need to <laughs> let's let's fix this part and just shuffle things around uh, we did delete some words here and there sorry robbie <laughs> but it, i i think i think the finished product came out pretty solid <laughs> yeah well what was supposed to happen was when he was gonna go record like he would say yo sam hit me up i think i should be good like in three weeks and then within that three weeks they would get like four thousand new cases a day and go right back into quarantine so he doesn't have a way of just at his house where he was out in california oh uh, yeah that's what it was yeah he couldn't record or even like do that for us he was going to do it when he went to record his part yeah but we actually recorded like before him because uh corona was so bad out there for them uh that we like already had our part that he wrote on matador recorded once yep. we finally got his no way um, yeah yeah but it it worked out great and now robbie like he's moved out of california and is super close to us here so yeah. we've actually gone down and hung out with him oh dude and spent the day with him and like seeing him in person for the first time ever was like when you see in like cartoons almost when like they fall and they just got the Tweety birds flying around them. Like you're just like star, like your brain dies and you're just like, what are hell? Hell? I, uh, you know, you don't even know what to say. Oh my God. But yeah, no, he's awesome. And now like, uh, He's wanting to come up here and like hang out and write music. And we're just like, please <laughs> come now. Uh, we'll pay for gas, food, lodging, everything. Get here now. <laughs> dude, dude. Oh, man. I'm so like, okay. So right now, like, I'm so glad because you are literally my band in Maine because like we are literally the same people because that, that's how we felt like because when we messaged him to be on a song we were like there's no way yeah and like it, it, the, the way it, we it happened for us is that like they, it was when heavy low started their their instagram and said like hey we need some like visual graphic artists and my brother does a lot of like that shit and then like anyways that he like Danny, like Danny, my brother messaged him and said like, Hey, I can help you. And he's like, Oh, we already got someone. And he was like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, thanks for even messaging back. And then like out of nowhere, like 20 minutes later, he just said, cell damage is sick. And like all of us die. Like, we're just like, what? Like our favorite person like likes us for some reason. Like, yeah, Yeah. dude. And like, he's just, and, and it's so weird because he's just a fucking normal human a hundred percent even meeting him like we spent almost 12 hours with him and he literally was like i've got tents if you want to camp out in the backyard like (laughs) and we didn't take the opportunity then just because like we didn't plan that if we knew obviously we would have right but like no even like now like being his friend now which is really weird (laughs) to even wrap my head around that i like i talk on the phone with him now like (laughs) dude but like He's just like, yeah, man, like, uh, yeah, you want to, we're at a brewery. He's like, let's go out and have a cigarette. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, let's just make sure we're not around people. Like, I don't want to offend anyone or anything. And I'm like thinking like, I'm like looking around the brewery waiting for somebody to recognize him, you know, like, exactly. I don't understand. But like at the same time though, and I know Caleb and, and Dalton will agree and Brandon would too, like, 
it doesn't matter how big the band is. Like with a lot of these people, you know, like Frontier put music out, right? Which was fucking crazy. Like you guys, Cell Damage, like uh, Under the Pier, it, like Black Matter Device and all of those guys, right? Even if we were to meet them, we'd still secretly be like, holy shit. Like we listened to you guys while writing our stuff. <laughs> and like, you don't know that. But like, and I obviously you're not like, you know, heavy, heavy Lola we can like compare to, right? Like, yeah. but even like I'm saying, if we were to meet any of those people too, it would still secretly be like, holy shit. Like, you know, that song that you did, like this part of that. And like we'd inside, we'd be dying still even meeting just like our peers, if you will. Right. Yeah, dude. No. And like that, first of all, you grouping my band into that is fucking mind blowing. That's just weird. But like, uh, like (laughs) that, that's, that's sick, dude. Like that's how I would feel like, like, I don't know. I, to me, like when I first saw you guys, like put your name pop up forever ago, like I thought it was like, oh shit, like this is like big, like this is like a big deal. Like it, I don't know, something about it just like felt like big right off the bat, and it was really sick. And I don't know, like I'm just glad you guys put it out, and now knowing that you guys are doing a full length is fucking unbelievable, dude. Like I'm. Man, dude, this is so cool. You guys are like literally like, man, I wish you guys didn't live so far because I would love to play a <laughs> show so goddamn bad. We'll meet halfway and touch tips. Dude, <laughs> let's tip it up, dude, please. Like, that would be so sick. Fuck, tip man. Tip it up. Yeah. <laughs> dude. In a heartbeat, though, like once we get this full length written and now that we have the two guitarists, like shows will be a thing for us finally. So, so, okay. That's what I wanted to ask. Like you guys haven't played live yet or have you? No, not as this. Okay. So like, um, have you, okay. So have you planned one yet or are you waiting until the full length is done? Um, we would most likely consider it once we have maybe a set list done. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and, uh, we could probably go back to the EP once I figure out how to play it and all that (laughs) stuff. But it would end up being pretty different because with my H string, I would end up splitting my signal into a, a bass rig. So oh, yeah. there would be certain parts that I can't really emulate because even in uh, Matador, there's a whole section in the middle where Robbie starts. That's all bass, oh, doing uh, bass harmonics and stuff. All Jaco Pastorius kind of harmonics and shit, which I won't be able to do live. But I'm sure uh, Heavy on the Apple, Shopping Bags... Um, can be done live. Uh, we would just need to work that out. But all the new stuff that we're writing, we will keep in mind that we will probably need to do this live. So I will behave a little bit more um, <laughs> in making sure that things can be possibly done. Um, but there are going to be areas in these songs that will be completely missing. Um, like the way we plan on writing the first... Um, the first song is the whole album's going to start with a timpani, um, <laughs> Sick. which we won't be able to do live. Maybe if we had like a little sample recording thing, yeah. to act as a click, but, and I've got a hammered dulcimer that sounds like shit. That's going to be used over a ba- breakdown. <laughs> I have a, uh, mini child's grand piano that I slap on my lap. That is just going to act as a, uh, a fake metronome while we <laughs> do some nonsense over it. Um, so there will be a, a bunch of goofy things going on, but won't be able to be reproduced live 
But the good thing about it is if it's stripped down, it'll end up feeling heavier live than what the album would be, which I think is a good trade-off. Wow, dude. No, no, that sounds awesome. And like knowing that you split the signal from um, guitar and bass, like, like, so I, 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 that's what I didn't realize. You guys don't have a bassist, right? Nope. No, I, I record all the bass on the, Who needs them? yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like whatever. But like, like, but like, no, that's crazy. Like, trust me. I know. Like to me, it's like, I've always said it is like less cooks in the kitchen. Like, even though you have like plenty, plenty of cooks in your kitchen, but like, like it's, it's, I don't know. Like I, you can, you can definitely do two guitars. I love bass, but like you can, you can get by. That's what we did for years is the, the split signal is just because it was fucking cool and weird and not a lot of bands do it. So dude, I, I fucking oh, love that. It's super efficient too. Yeah. You split the signal and then you get an octave pedal for the bass amp. So yep. All the notes get dropped an octave, and it just sounds absolutely full. And the bass player sounds tight as fuck. It's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> dude, exactly. Yeah, like, never yeah. loses place. Yeah, dude, exactly. And then also, no matter what, it's always on time because it's with the guitar. And like, it, like, <laughs> like if <laughs> if <laughs> like um. No, no, because like, yeah, like uh, we would use like a pitchfork and a sans amp just to like give it like that more like heavy tone nice. or whatever. And like, yeah, yeah. dude, it's yeah. fuck yes, I love, I love when bands do that. It's so sick. I, 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 I've, I, I loved when we because we saw like sixty eight do it for the first time, and we were like, oh, that's fucking sick. Like, I want to do that. And then yeah, dude, it's not as hard as everyone <clears throat> thinks it would be. Yeah, we're all huge Chariot fans as well. Um, Ooh, as yeah. you should, that is the best band, you mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, that is the great, that's the world's best band ever in my eyes. And absolutely, it, I, I have, they, they're the best. Um, <laughs> I, I cannot get over how good that band is. Uh, so yes, I'm glad. Oh, fuck. You guys are even, I'm, man, I hate that you guys live so fucking far away because that, like just knowing that the the cherry was brought up and it wasn't me like shoving it down your throat is like the coolest thing ever. No, that that fucking uh, first album, everything is alive, or I can't remember the full name of it, but it's all done live. Like the yep. snare sounds on that album are absolutely incredible. Yes, and it was all done live. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the fiance is so good. Um, the first EP where it has all of their silly names like uh, Yanni Depp, what, and Vin Affleck, yep. and all of this shit. Yeah, it's so so fantastic. Um, my other band, Serling, is uh, heavy, heavy, heavily influenced on the Chariot, dude. Just for to keep the raw aspect of it, dude. Exactly. That's the bet. Fuck yes. Okay, cool. I'm glad we can. The ki- I, again, I'm just glad the chair was brought up and it wasn't me. That's fucking perfect. Like that's so fucking. Oh, dude, you guys are dope. This is cool. <laughs> Likewise, <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Well, then, like, okay. Well, like, I wanted to ask, like, for the uh, the artwork, how did you guys come across Curly for it? Because like he his art's fucking sick. Like, how did you guys end up choosing him for your artwork? Yeah, that was uh. So I do like a side project for Nintendo Core called the Sharks Megabyte. Oh, that and sounds sick. G- going back to like 2008, I was talking with him through Zombie Shark that he does. Yeah. And then fast forward all these years, 
like we're like okay well we're gonna need artwork for all of this right and so i start looking around to see who does what and i come across him i don't i don't honestly even remember like Dalton, do you remember how we even found him i think i think i saw some i remember sending you his website and being like yo yeah, you found something and sent it to me, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" Yeah, and like, so I email yeah. him, and come to find out, like, then I find out, oh, it's the dude from Zombie Shark. Oh wait, we've talked like a long fucking time ago, <laughs> and so I'm messaging him through email, and again, like, was just like, "Yo, by the way, I'm the dude from the Sharks Megabyte," and he was just like, "Yo," <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude, he hooked us up. Like, even now, like. Again, somebody I talk to all the time, and I'm just like, hey, this is super last minute, but I need a new banner for Facebook. He's like, I'll get it to you in 15 minutes. What? No way. Yeah, yeah like, we love Corey so much. Like, it, it's it's incredible. He is amazing for us, and uh, we actually, in 2019, uh, in December, uh, it's a whole story. I won't go through it all, but basically, like, Brandon on guitar isn't in the band yet uh, in 2019 yeah. so uh caleb brandon and myself in maine drive down in december to boston from maine stay the night dalton flies in from michigan to boston we pick him up saturday morning and we go to the first like dr acula reunion show that they oh, did in amityville yeah. so we go to that the four of us and who is there but Corey? no way so we get to meet him in person and hang out with him that night. And like, we also, yeah, that was a whole He's, crazy ordeal. But again, speaking of insanely nice people, I, uh, he super, super nice. And even insanely drunk Dalton was like, you know, if you want any drinks, you just let me know. And I'll put it on your tab. I'll put it on my tab. Anything you want. I'll put it on my tab. So if if drunk Dalton thinks you're that good of people to buy you endless drinks, even though I don't think he took me up on it, you're good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was amazing. And also, Dr. Acula was super amazing. And oh, I got to sick. hang out with him. And I got Bert's oh, yeah. phone number. And it was an amazing night. Dude. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah, that was a whole story, though. Like, the four of us, it was basically kind of like being on tour without us having to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a very, very short turnaround because I needed to be on the plane by, like, 6 o'clock Sunday. The show was Saturday night in New York, and I and I was flying out of Boston again, so. Jeez. Yeah, that but was... yeah, so it's like all the people we've worked with, ex like except for Sean, we've actually like basically become friends with and met personally. Dude, that's like just just knowing that like you've like hung out with Robbie is like, damn, dude, like like it, he is the like the guy, like he like yeah, that's it, like you like. Everyone in this scene, you say like Robbie Smith, they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, that's like, you, and like, just to know, like, damn, dude, I'm so, that's so sick. And then he, well, he also, oh, like, man. when he did those uh, lyrics for us, then he follows it up with, hey, by the way, I got really bored and I like hand drew these like four logos for your band as well and didn't <laughs> charge it, just was like, if you want to use them, you're more than welcome to, dude. Like, we've been talking for a while now. So, like, we have the uh, Teespring where we sell our merch because we don't have the money to, like, 
actually make a hundred shirts. So we just use <laughs> Teespring, right? Yeah. So the, the face mask um, with the tie dye is a, a logo of 30 seconds ago. That's drawn by Robbie. Oh, and shit. I'm pretty sure there's one on like the galaxy fanny pack that we have up as well. Those are like hand drawn one of a kind logos from Robbie as well. And uh, with Robbie as the topic, uh, by the time you're listening to this, I can safely say that, and please don't tell anybody that we're telling you now. Yes. But our music video that is going to be coming out through Math Core Index or is out now through Math Core Index by the time you're hearing this. Uh-huh, we're in the future now. Uh, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie did the entire music video. What? It's all done by Robbie. Dude. And the... Uh, Shirt designs that uh, came out with the CD, which is, you know, uh, we do shirts, the crewnecks, the hoodies and tank tops are all hand drawn, custom logo, all hand drawn to match Matador, the song Matador uh, by Robbie. So it's basically like we did this whole Robbie is on the song Matador, did the music video for the song Matador that came out through Mathcore Index, and like did all of those designs for the shirts and everything around Matador were done by him. So it was like this one whole day of 30 seconds go uh, meets like Robbie Smith day. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude, yeah, oh my it, God. So yeah, like we we love Robbie and we try to do as much with him as possible because he's just after we hung out with him and like now again, it's just so weird that like when I'm just like randomly texting Robbie now, just like, Hey dude, what are you doing this weekend? And he's like, not much like bro. And I'm like, I can't comprehend still. Like <laughs> exactly. it's been, it's been months and I still can't handle this. I just, I don't It's crazy. But yeah, no, we like Corey, Robbie, Sean, everyone that's that helped us and done all of that. And like you, I mean, like we've got, Metal Trenches is another dude that we don't like. He doesn't get enough recognition. You know, he does like a whole all of metal, but dude did like our music video for the demo of um, uh, Lobotomy like forever ago when it came out and reviewed it. And so like he's this dude that like, yeah, he talks about all of metal, but he's done our stuff and continues to make videos for us and like review our stuff as well. So it's just everybody that's had a hand in it. We, we absolutely just can't thank everybody enough it's, it's that inspiration yeah 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 he yeah. chris is just a fucking absolute sweetheart anyway dude like okay okay just like just like taking like a step back like just honestly i understand why because you guys all seem like genuinely fucking cool dudes and like that's so i don't know like i uh, like it just it's just so cool to know that like all of this is not is like literally like holy fuck this is happening to me like this and like that i yeah i love that like you guys like i don't know i i know i've definitely talked to some people like that are just like oh yeah like this is cool like no like you guys are like holy fuck dude like look at what's happening like like if you were to tell me this story and like you're not bragging you're just fucking so goddamn stoked that like you just oh, want yeah. to express it to everyone that's what i love is that like sorry i'm just talking so much but it's just like fuck man i love well, even like, like that talking with you right like insider info right here to us like okay to 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 sum up what you said like we, uh, caleb brandon Brandon Dalton and myself like we talk on the phone like 
multiple times a week and all of us basically say I love you to each other at the end of each phone call. Like we're talking to our own fucking mothers, right? And then on the other side of that, it's He's like, not wrong. No, so not at all. We we uh, we have a group chat for us, like that we call Thirty Seconds Blow the group chat, or you know, it changes whatever, right? It's always it's ever evolving, but it, like we get so fucking excited over shit that like even like. The leading up to this podcast, the last two hours before it, it was like, how is this happening? When is this going on, dude? Like, I know you've talked to him, but like, I just, where's we, the link? Yeah. What are like, we doing? Link? <laughs> like, time? We get so fucking excited over all of it. It's <laughs> just so, so cool. amazing that like, if you go back bringing up metal trenches, right? Like he has done a few videos on us and, and all of that, that we just can't thank him enough for, but what sparked the second one was he does like a, a video of like bands of the week or whatever. Okay. And at the end, he's just like, you know, if anybody else has any music that came out recently or whatever that we missed, let me know in the comments. So from the 30 seconds go YouTube account, I'm just like, Hey man, like this video was amazing. Um, probably should have DM'd you or whatever, but we did put an EP out and he responds and was like, yeah, I've actually got you covered in two days. Dude, and I'm what? like, oh. I'm just like, Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> so the res- it's still in the comments. You can go and find this video. I'm literally like, listen, you've helped us since the beginning. And even if you're saying that our music is bad, we still love you no yes. matter what. You're the best person ever. And we won't hate you. You can tell everyone we suck because we'll tell you to your face we suck. So, <laughs> but like, yeah, we just, we freaking anything, any little thing that happens. Like we, I literally all day, I'm like checking the band camp activity. And when I'm like, you're never going to believe who followed us. And like, Dude, I'm yes. sure everybody else is always like in the group chat, like, bro, I don't care. But at this, I'm sitting there like, you're never going to believe what just happened. And they're like, what? I'm like, I just like talked to somebody that one time was in the same room as this person. And so like, I've been that close to it. Like, yeah, it's not wrong. I've, yeah. I've gotten calls before and been places before. And he's like, yeah, I was at a fucking chiropractor appointment with the mom for the guitarist from Trivium or something. Oh my I'm God, like, that fucking happened. Fuck? I forgot all about that. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, no way. <laughs> we find out if this story is true. You know what? We'll have to stay tuned till part two. I apologize, but it's like the perfect cliffhanger. But seriously, these dudes were so much fun to talk to. I like I'm not kidding. We recorded for like, I think up to two hours. It's like an hour 54. And then we talked another two hours after the podcast. It was awesome. They're insanely cool. And I... I love these dudes, so please go listen to 30 Seconds Go. All of these, they're awesome. So um, thank you. Thank you, 30 Seconds, for coming on. All, all four of you, Caleb, Brandon, Bobby, Dalton, you know, those are the four names. The other Brandon wasn't there. Like they, like he said, like they all said, he's probably doing very hard drugs. No, I'm just kidding. He's a straight-edge person, so that's really cool. And like, I, I, that's so fuck. It was just, <laughs> I hope they hear this, and they're probably, I hope they're giggling. But uh, seriously, like these dudes were fucking awesome. So thank you guys for coming on. And guess what? If this is your first time here, nice to meet you. If this is your second time here, nice to meet you. Same playing field. But no, like thank you for coming here, listening, and thank you for coming back if you have. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.
the voice on this podcast is me, Josh Matthews, your favorite host. The intro was done by my friend Nick Riggs. And the person that does all the behind the scenes, basically the producer of the show, is my brother Danny. So go thank him and go thank Nick. And, you know, it give me like maybe like a, hey, you, you're doing something. But seriously, thank you so much, guys. It is, it is so sick that you guys do that. So thank you for listening.